Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri. Alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren, here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Well, welcome back, everybody, to The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. It is good to be back from a little bit of a break. Of course, I am Jack Knowlton. Of course, I am joined once again for season four of The Unwritten Rule. So happy to get back into it with Kenny Van Doren and Peyton Haverman. What's up, guys? Longhorn Nation. Oh, what? Why'd you got to start the show with a Longhorn? We're back. We're back. I didn't oh, no, get it's it. Good and then they back. never came back. They never came back. Sam Ellinger is a liar. Let's hope we do a little better than Sam Ellinger's Texas boys. I hope we have higher expectations for ourselves then. You're you not rocking did. with five and seven Texas? Bro? Heck no. Heck no. Kenny, how was your break, sir? It was good. Um, glad to be back in the studio. It feels weird to be back on the mic. I don't know. Doesn't it feel weird a little bit? No, we haven't, been, we haven't been here in a month. It's always, you know, it's always like. Yeah, it feels fine. Peyton's, Peyton's unfazed. Nope. You can drop me uh, here two minutes before a show, and I'll be ready to go. Yeah. I'm ready. You're ready. For the unwritten rule, 24/7-365. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we gotta we gotta dive into all that we missed over break. And uh, once again, Kenny, do you want to say the text line before we get into it? Um, yeah, I tweeted it. Uh, did you tweet it? Did you tweet it's not it? funny did you tweet anymore, it? Peyton. Did no, you tweet it? Yes. 573-557-5134. Yeah, I tweet it. Yep. <laughs> All right. That never gets old. I like it, Peyton. Um, but it's yeah, old. we have a ton to dive into. What the heck happened while we were gone? Well, first and foremost, we're going to take everyone all the way back to um, the... December 22nd? De- yeah, December 22nd. Second? Mid to late December. Um, of course, the University of Missouri played a bowl game that day. Uh, Kenny Van Doren was able to be in attendance for that game. So was Peyton. So was, oh, so was Peyton. Sorry, Peyton. Yeah. You were, we were the both only there. I know. That wasn't there. I know. There was a complication. Um, Guess what? You didn't get COVID. So that's true. I didn't get COVID. That was the goal. Mission accomplished. And mission I guess, accomplished. Yeah. I guess we we accomplished the mission too. And I'll be honest. COVID. I would have been bummed if I would have gone all the way. What? Oh yeah, it was. Uh, I would have been bummed to go all that way yeah. to see Mizzou. Of course, lose to Army. Um, you know, tough to see that for Mizzou football um, to round out their season. At least they got to play in a bowl game. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I think that's at least something to, to be happy about. Obviously the last two years they weren't able to play, but you guys were at the game. Yeah. So what, you know, what was your takeaways? What do you, you know, want to dive into, I guess, moving forward, um, for what I think is set to be a pretty exciting time for Mizzou football. Well, first and foremost, uh, TCU's campus is really nice. Uh, that's where the game was. Their stadium's cool. Uh, it's no Faro Field, obviously. Of course. But uh, it was a really nice uh, stadium and campus. But, like, as for the actual on-field performance, uh, uh, Mizzou actually played a lot better than I was anticipating. I was kind of ready to witness a blowout. I thought Army was going to run all over them. But right. Mizzou, I mean, they, they played well. Uh, uh, Brady Cook very much surprised me. I was not expecting a whole ton, but... He did. He did solid. Uh, I thought. He I thought he played pretty yeah, good. Yeah, he played pretty well. Uh, I don't think he's going to be by the most talented quarterback on the roster next year at all. I think he's probably third. Um, but you know what? Uh, if 
I think the absolute biggest takeaway from this is Elijah Drinkwitz, when he has a QB that has any sort of mobility, mm-hmm. that is when he is at his absolute best. I mean, he called a lot of QB run game with uh, Brady Cook, which is something he just couldn't do throughout the year because Connor Bazelak it has about as much movement as, let's say, you an obese sloth. <laughs> um, so we'll say that. Uh, but I, I the, the offense was moving up and down. There were a couple key mistakes that just really held them back. Like not having Tyler Beatty really killed Mizzou in this yeah, game more obviously. than ever. Dawson not uh, Downing almost said Dawson Knox. My bad. Dawson Downing had a critical, critical fumble while Mizzou was driving. He was he just couldn't get to the line fast enough on a fourth and one and was stuffed. That stuff, like Dawson Downing, for what he was, a walk-on that was making his first career start in a bowl game, he was fine. Um, but I would, I mean, that having Tyler Beatty would have made a world of difference in that game. I so. actually wasn't that disappointed by the guy that Elijah played. Young was great. Yeah, Elijah Young. I um, thought he was good. I thought they should have maybe given him more carries. Um, but it is, to me, the offensive game plan... They were moving up and down the field. They just couldn't finish drives a lot. I think part of that is just because Brady Cook, he's very solid. I really don't think he's the most talented QB on the roster. And there were just a few key throws I think he missed, especially the two-point conversion at the end of the game that kind of doomed Mizzou. But I think he did do enough to where, as of now, I don't think you could bet against him being the week one starter next year. Yeah, Kenny? Yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed the atmosphere. Um, TCU Stadium is just like every other Big 12 stadium. doesn't really feel like there's history there, but it's a big stadium. Sure. Um, they all feel the same to me. Um, but looking at the game, Jesus. Yeah, I get it. It's the Armed Forces Bowl, but just because... That was an Army home game. Just because you were in the Navy doesn't mean you have to root for Army. Like, this is ridiculous. You know, you're not supposed to root for Army. There were so many people wearing Navy stuff there and cheering when Army scored. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. This is your rival. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you know, I'll do that with, like, in the NCAA, like, men's basketball tournament. I'll cheer for the other Big Ten teams because they're in, like, the Badgers Conference because it's like, go Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like that, but I, I I can understand, especially being a Mizzou fan at but, the game. I mean, but here's the thing: they're not in a conference. They're yeah, not in a conference. That's true. Well, well, I'm saying like their conference is the Armed Forces. Yeah, that's yeah, stupid. I, <laughs> I don't. It was just so much in favor of Army. It was just they ridiculous. they wanted Army to win that game pretty yeah. big time. There was, I feel there. like there was a good amount of Mizzou fans. You know, the stadium wasn't going to be sold out for an yeah. Army Mizzou game. Yeah, didn't um, have more television viewers than. It had more television viewers than any NBA game has this season. Than Steph Curry's uh, record-breaking game. Steph Curry's yeah, record-breaking game. Um, but I, I enjoyed the game, uh, not the outcome, you know, especially. Yeah. I liked the uh, saluting that Harrison Meavis was doing. You know, he's a former uh, Army camp member. Uh-huh. Um, for like six years of his life, he went to Army camp every summer. So that was kind of cool of him. He would salute every time he made a field goal. Legend. Um, the game-winning field goal off the leg of the Army kicker, he's a sniper. No. Is no, he no, really? he is. He's actually. Oh, yes, actually, I know he's actually a sniper. Yeah. But I, why was he so inaccurate? I could that? not believe that how poor that kicker was. That, lo- that was his longest was kick of his career. His longest awful. kick is 41 yards. Yeah. And it's he Army. Nailed like, it. he, he nailed it. He did nail it. Of course he it, did. Was, it was very impressive to, I guess. You no, know, that's why no, I'm saying, of course he right, did. Right. Of course, of course he, he did. 
like, listen, there's no, I've never done it in a game with defenders. I've made a 38-yard field goal before. Yeah. I mean. So, like, this this guy plays division. I mean, I guess, you know, if he's a sniper, he's got another, he's got another <laughs> job, but whatever. Um, um, my two takeaways, though, from the game that kind of, like, you know, turned, you know, changed the tide was when Do- or, uh, Dawson Downing uh, fumbled at the half field. Like in at half field uh, in the uh, fourth quarter. God, that was a crush. Yeah, and then, that was really terrible. I, I, as much as you know, Brady Cook, if he didn't start, I don't think Mizzou would have been in the situation they were. But he had a wide open Dawson Downing in the yeah. end zone for two, and he just overthrew him. Have oh to, yeah, have yep. to make that throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I there understand. Like no you were excuse. not throwing like a lot that whole game. Yeah. There wasn't many deep shots. Like Peyton said, it was a lot of ground attack. But Jesus, man, like that you, sh- that, you should just complete that. That's a throw that. you need to make. I Throw it at his very stomach. Like, don't, like, of ridiculous. the way Brady Cook played in that game, especially because he got the ball with about two minutes left, um, no timeouts, and he drove them down the field effortlessly and got them in the end zone. That throw absolutely stank, and that is a throw you need to make 100 times out of 100. Yeah, um, for sure. That was an open I, one. I think um, – Drinkwitz had a heck of a game call as in terms of play calling, I think. I think he was marvelous in that. But towards the end, he was not very good at managing the clock. I get the argument that, oh, we were moving the ball so well in tempo, I didn't want to take us out of it. There's a minute 11 left. Army has two timeouts. You need to at least make them burn those timeouts. Like, that is integral. Yeah. Run the ball twice at least. And then you have third and fourth down to try and get in the end zone. But... That didn't happen. Uh, hopefully, I know Brady Cook is probably going to be the starter uh, at least week one next year, but I'm very interested to see, especially if Sam Horn can run. I don't know if he can run very well or not. I can't, I, he can't be worse than Connor Bazelak. No, um, I, I think it's exciting. And even if, like, I know, Peyton, you've given your thoughts on how Brady Cook is, you think, probably the third most the talented most quarterback talented, yeah. of the three that we think are going to be in this battle. And Drinkwitz is obviously not a coach that's going to reveal who he who's leading and all that stuff yeah. until probably the bitter end. Um, but I think that's good that Brady Cook had a good performance in this game because even if he is the third talented, most talented quarterback, even if he does get that start week one, you know, each quarterback playing well, whether it's in training camp or in that bowl game, just creates better competition. Yeah. You know, if everyone's playing well, the best quarterback is going to step up at the end of the day, which is just going to make each of them better. So I think if you're looking going forward for Mizzou with this quarterback battle, you know, a more indecisive situation is, I think, almost better because it oh, just means not, that all quarterbacks are playing well. I'm not going to complain well. if, about Brady Cook being probably the least talented quarterback yeah. in the room. That's a good situation to have. Yeah. It's just, I think, at the end of the day, talent will eventually win out. And I think once Drinkwitz gets to play around with, like, Sam Horn throwing the Luther Burden and Dominic Lovett and all that. Mookie Cooper. It could get very, yes. It could be very, very exciting. Yeah, I I think it's a... It's not going to be a situation that's probably going to be too much better next year, but in the next couple of years, especially with this recruiting class coming in, they're going to be... Just get bowl eligible next year, Yeah. stack another good class, and then... Boom. By the time we're gone, National we'll probably be cooking. And going back to what Kenny said, how it was basically an Army home game, that is why I was really, really invested in this game. I wanted to win so bad. Yeah. Because just having that whole experience be like so catered to Army, just Mizzou being a complete afterthought. For Mizzou to almost win that game, if they had won that game, it would have been 
I don't think I probably would have witnessed a more fun game. <laughs> Some of the images I was sent, um, you know, I was asking for updates of Peyton were were very humorous. I was mm-hmm. I had a good I had a good time seeing those. But well, glad you guys had fun regardless of Mizzou's result. Um, do we have anything else we want to talk about the CFP before, or do you have any other Mizzou football takes, Kenny? Uh, I'm kind of done with the whole thing. I, I <laughs> honestly just re- reload for Brady Kenny Cook. I, I don't think it's really an argument that he's the third best quarterback in that room going into the next most year. Most talented. Most I talented. Mean, you take yeah. in the knowledge of the playbook into account too. Yeah, and he's a it's his third third year like yeah. with the program. I understand that, but you know, someone Tyler Macon and um, Sam Horn are definitely they're more talented. definitely more talented. Yeah, and there's no doubt about I, that. I I don't always like the idea of putting someone in like Sam Horn at, right at the start. Yeah, of I the don't season. think Sam Horn. I don't think right I don't think he's that kind of quarterback to do it. So, uh, you know, down the stretch, maybe by the end of the season, I could definitely see him as, as a starter. Um, I'll actually introduce the next one. Uh, Go for it. Rest in peace to football legend John Madden. This is another thing that we missed while we were gone. It's true. Um, I'd actually like to talk about there was a there was the film about John Madden that came out a few days before he passed away. Yep. And all the people that were interviewed for it did a special clip and a message to John Madden. At the end. At the awesome. end. And it was only given to him. Wow. And so I'm, I was just, like, thinking to myself, like, you know, one day I'd, like, I'd pay for that. I'd pay to oh, see what yeah, people I'd were saying. Oh, yeah, I'd pay to see I think it's just best to just leave it as a mystery, you know, leave, yeah, it, no, that's with, a, leave it with his between thoughts. Between him and, yeah, and the, the people him, that. the people that he influenced. So. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the the impact that he had on – the game of football, you know, from coach, announcer, you know, the the name of a video game that I know all of us played. Like, I know personally that got me into football was playing those games. And, you know, it was because of him that franchise got started. So it's it's funny. The best quote I think I heard was people said, he's probably had the most impact on football and he never played. Yep. I think I, I think it's, it's interesting because like our family members, our parents know him as the coach, right? Know him as the announcer. Mm-hmm. We know him because of, of a, video a video game. game. He's the reason most twelve-year-olds are better at clock management than Mike McCarthy is. <laughs> That's yeah. stolen. I've heard. Yeah, I've I heard know. that on but, something. Um, I don't know where it's from, but it, it's true. It's true. It is true. Mike McCarthy is a poor clock manager. But yes. Um, yeah. Just rest in peace. Hope is you know his family is. Our thoughts are with them and. And, yeah, just a, a football legend. He's the reason a lot of us are passionate about what we like to do. Um, yeah, I'll, we'll shift back to, to college football real quick because, obviously, the main event of bowl season um, also passed us by while we were on break. It is, it is, of course, the college football playoff came down to Georgia-Bama, a rematch um, of the SEC championship game in which Bama won that one. But Georgia, as Stetson Bennett so profusely said after, he was not going to be the reason they lost that game, and they didn't lose that game. He almost um, was. But. He almost was, but they had a 20-point fourth quarter to give them a 33-18 to win. Did you guys watch this game? Oh, yeah. yeah. I watched it. How, what did you guys make of the game? Did you enjoy it? Were you happy for Georgia? Very happy boring. Happy for Stenson. The Stetson. first three quarters. Uh, that last quarter was actually a blast. It was. But, um, I was happy for Georgia. I've really wanted to see Georgia get over the hump for a while now. Uh always liked them more than Bama, so I didn't think they were going to be able to do it. I just thought Stetson Bennett was way too limited, thought he was not the best quarterback on the team. I still don't think he's better than JT Daniels, but whatever, Kirby Smart's It's one of those situations stubborn. that's like a it's like a it's like a story I mean it's a storybook type of year for him. Wow. 
Um, Ow. Peyton just punched the mic out of rage. My bad. He's clearly a Bama fan. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I literally was like, there should be some sort of E60 or like special thing made about Stetson Bennett's football career. Because it's probably day. it's probably not going to last too much longer. He's not that talented. He's got one more year. He's got one more year at Georgia, but oh my gosh. Grew up a fan of them, you know, walked onto the team, went to JUCO, just worked his way, and now he's won his squad of the, their first title since the, was 80s, it the 80s, I believe. So I think that's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I, I'm happy for Georgia. <laughs> my favorite part of this game was afterward, uh, they were filming a Georgia player, and he was wearing the Alabama champion's hat. That was the Kobe Dean, yeah. That was that was the Kobe Dean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I captured that on Twitter. I was exposing the... Uh, the uh the clearly bama rigged cfp there uh I think investigative journalism is what they call that i think it's safe to say that the georgia curse is over um the braves won the world series this past year uh the bulldogs have finally won the national championship because when you look at the teams that have been in the like in the playoffs in the last you know since the playoffs were created it's alabama ohio state clemson oklahoma and georgia they're always constantly in Either every year or every other year. Right. And now it's only um, Oklahoma who hasn't won it. So it's kind of cool to see a team like Georgia who we've been saying, it's like, oh, they're really good at football, and they finally won it this past year. And I understand, like, the Stetson Bennett hate. You know, he's not, like, a flashy guy. He's not a, you know, a good – he's not, like, a regular, I don't know, good quarterback. He's you know, not an NFL-bound talent. Yeah, I think everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's set for life. Yeah. Um, if he goes anywhere in Georgia, there's yeah. he's never paying for a, a single thing for the rest of his life. Right. And I, he went on a podcast for Barstool, and they said that to him. And he's like, well, I'd still hope to do something with my life. Yeah, you know, even though he's going to you know, get away with anything for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. you know, he's still going to be somebody. And yeah. I think just the whole story, you know, you know the reason why he left Georgia in the first place? Why was that? Because of Justin Fields. Justin Fields came wow. to Georgia. He didn't see a chance, so he went to JUCO, came back, climbed back up, got the job. That's that's very impressive. And I think the whole thing about him going on Good Morning America the day after, yeah, and just being so hungover was just hilarious. Oh, I didn't that, even that, see you that. You didn't see that? No. So he went on Good Morning oh, yeah. America oh, the no. next day, and they were interviewing him, and he was just he couldn't even focus. Oh no! And so he I was. Think he was still drunk. Yeah, I don't there even probably think was. He was hungover. Oh it was, my gosh! So it, he posted yeah, something. Yeah, he probably at, didn't sleep that evening. I mean, at yeah. two o'clock in the morning Eastern time, he posted a picture of a plate with just a bunch of like seltzers on it. He said, "I have to go on Good Morning America in a few hours." Oh no! But he, he won the well, national championship. Yes, no, of course. So I'm, saying, I'm a, saying, oh no, from like his yeah. poor health perspective, like that's just you know he gets sick or whatever. But he's he's living the child's dream. Like let yeah. him let him yeah, soak this yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like uh, Joe Burrow was just gone after. His national championship. They say the cigar industry went up about 3% the evening Joe Burrow won the national championship. There was a thing of Stetson Bennett uh, smoking one, too. There but. you go. Joe Burrow loves him, though. Joe Burrow, like, it's every Bengals win. When now. you look up cool, Joe Burrow pops that's, up. That's facts. Joey Buckets is a very— I'm oh, sorry, the word swag. A very swag guy. Yeah. That's just what I was about to say. Um, oh, my gosh. I just dunked into the mic. Um, it yeah. is week one of season four, so— what? We'll get used to it. You hit the mic. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not used to this. What is this? How do how do mm-hmm. I adjust my audio levels? Um, yeah, but the CFP just a, a cool story for Stetson Bennett. I don't. I hope people are not like freaking out about Bryce Young. I think it's ridiculous that <laughs> I've heard some people be like, "He's washed." I'm like, okay, he's great. He just isn't better than C.J. Stroud. <laughs> That's real. Uh, I think C. it's J. safe Stroud to say. I think it's safe to say Bryce Young is one like the most. 
like boring Heisman winners in the last few years. It is a little boring. Like this Heisman (laughs) run was just like okay. I love which Alabama player is going to get it. I loved the comp they did mid game of Stetson Bennett's like journey to here and and Bryce Young, and they framed it like it was too. People that have been counted out the whole time. Yeah, five star, Bryce Young, five, like star five star Bryce Young has been counted out his whole yeah. life. He said he was. And I know he did. Speech. It was ridiculous. Yeah. He went. He has a five star from the best uh, high school in California. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh like, no, grow up, dude. He We're, had to sit behind Tua and then Matt Cohn's two first round picks in the NFL. Yeah, God, he's been doubted his whole life. Yeah, that's. I just thought that was really funny. But he's. I mean, he's really good. I like. And especially Future Texans quarterback. He was without. Yeah, no, you gotta keep, you gotta keep riding with Davis Mills. No, if Bryce Young is there, I bring back Bill O'Brien too. I, there you go, Bill O'Brien. Good somebody point. I wanted to see. That was the only reason I was rooting for Alabama. Doesn't matter, oh, Brian. Sure. Doesn't matter, Brian. Iron the only Bowl thing champs. that disappointed me in this game was that there was no George Pickens touchdown. But you know, he he's had a coming, deep catch. He did have a deep catch. I was so excited. I thought he was going to score in that that's, one. Oh my that's gosh, that's a future Chicago Bear. I would. Hey. I might get his jersey no matter where he goes. So if it's a bear, I might I have to get me a bear's George jersey. Pickens. I'm a, I love I've been a very Peter, and then our friend Peter and uh, Jacob Infante, the draft expert, can attest that I've been a I've been a George Pickens truther for a while. I've been on the bandwagon since his freshman year. Since he, he played, since he played us. Yep. When I watched him play us, I was like, this guy's really good. He um, is cold. Okay, do we want to talk about wild card now or save it for? We're saving it. Okay, Kenny's doing the. Whatever I don't the know the save the save thing. All right. Well, do we have anything else that we missed that was big before we before we kicked you break? Do you want your uh, gift there's now? Eight. Do you want, yeah, you want your gift now? During quick hits. Okay, we'll do it during quick hits. There's eight head coach openings. Oh um, yes, everyone in the NFL got fired. Yeah. There you go. Well, I was, we can do that. We can do that later. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't know if there's too much else. I feel like we always miss stuff, but so much happens in in even mm-hmm. just a month. It's kind of oh, crazy. Clay's back. Clay's back. No more baseball. Are they still, is, is it a, still in a lockout? Yup. Oh Baseball is gone forever. Actually, my my uh, uncle and dad were talking about like, oh, maybe we'll go to spring training if COVID's better. And my dad was like, you're probably not going. Like, there's not there, gonna, there's even if there's be, no COVID, you might not be yeah, able to go. No, there's going to be spring training because there's oh, going to okay. be minor league players. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it, got it. Yeah, we'll have to see what develops with that. Okay, well then, with that, we will take it to a quick break. When we come back, we will dive into unwritten quick hits, as Kenny said. You don't want to miss it. This is the first episode of season four of The Unwritten Rule and Peyton Vented. It is what? 322. No, it's not. It's Yes, it is. It's 322 on Friday here in Columbia, Missouri. We will be right back. If you're interested in building a great career, the Missouri Army National Guard is interested in you. The Guard will pay you to train for a wide range of jobs, such as engineering, combat arms, logistics, transportation, and military police. The skills you'll learn are needed in the Guard and are in high demand in the civilian job market. Plus, you may be eligible for a $20,000 bonus and student loan repayment. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association in this station. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man. Mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't need... But I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, meth. Mm, meth. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit. No time to waste. Oh, meth. Mm, meth. The Missouri Army National Guard can help you get the education you need to land the career you've always wanted. 
The Guard will pay up to 100% of your tuition for up to 39 credit hours per academic year at 90 colleges and tech schools across the state. You're eligible as soon as you enlist. Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving part-time in the Missouri Army National Guard. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association in this station. Lay. Welcome back, everybody, to the Unwritten Rule here on KCOU 88.1 FM. Jack Knowlton, Kenny Van Doren, Peyton Haverman. <laughs> See you Sunday. Peyton, you can't Come yawn on air. That's goes on. Do you guys? Do you guys like Go. cover? Do you guys cover your, your yawns when you're like out in public? I always feel like I have to. I always feel like. Yawns are contagious. Rip, are they? I let it rip. Yeah, you Kenny's didn't know got that? a ponytail going. I did. Oh, wait, yawns yeah. are contagious. I didn't know that. It's not yeah, a ponytail. Yeah, yeah. It would go down, dude. Is that hat hair? It's cold. It is cold this week. Too cold. It is cold. I feel like I'm back up at home this like, past two yeah. days. Um, but yes, we're back with Unwritten Quick Hits. Kenny's doing the first one because we have a new segment. Woo! Yeah, we're doing our uh, Spelling Bee. Spelling Bee. First show of the month. First we'll show do, of the month. Uh, spelling Bee. Yeah. Um, we're gonna start it off. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a description. Yeah, of, wait, yeah. Well, what's the overview? Okay, so we're gonna do one athlete from four major sports. Okay. Each week. Okay. And you guys are gonna have to guess. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you try to guess the athlete beforehand, because some of them will be you know athletes you already know. And you guys are gonna you have one try to guess their last name. Okay. You don't have to guess their first name. I'm just doing their last name. Oh boy. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so we're going to start it off. Uh, this is a former Major League Baseball catcher. He played for the Boston Red Sox, um, the Texas You're Rangers, the Braves, the Marlins, Diamondbacks, Tigers, and Blue Jays. He had an issue when he was with the uh, Texas Rangers that he couldn't throw the ball back to the pitcher. But once he got to the Red Sox, he ended up being a World Series champion. Uh, what's his first name? Jared. Saltalamachia. Yep. Oh, so now gosh. You, have, you have one chance to guess. How do you spell Saltalamachia? S. We, yeah. Are we each doing we it? We can yep. each do that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'll go first. Okay. S A L T A. Saltala. So S A L T L A M A C. C H A. Oh, I'm gonna go. It. Okay, go. Oh, oh, is that the end? I was gonna go S A L T L E. Oh wait, I forgot to put an I in front of the A. Peyton and, got it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Peyton All got right. it. All got right. salt to the machia. Good job, Peyton. Uh, next one. Um, I'm gonna do full name for this one because I wanted to do a full name. Um, but I want the I want the special character too in this one. Uh, oh. Kaimi Fairbairn. Uh. Well, Kaimi is easy, easy. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Do it. Go. K-A-I-M-I. Where's the special character? In the between a. the I say. and the I. No. The A, the a and the I? The A. Yeah. yeah. It's between the A and the I. What did I say? I thought you said I and the I. I might have. I meant okay. A and I. Yeah, the A. Fairbairn. Uh, F-A-I-R. Yeah. And then B-A. Oh, is it B? I was probably, is it B-E-R-N? No, 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 no. It's Kaimi Fairbairn. That sounds like Fair Barn, though. Yeah, but there's an I 
Instead of just fair barn, there's so an I in F- between the A and the R. So F A I R B A I R N. Yeah, got it. Now do his his uh, Hawaiian name. Nope, I don't know what his Hawaiian name is. <laughs> it's Not very long. Um, next one, I'm gonna have to take these out of white. Um, oh wait, that's right. I can't go on the dock. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't see. This is a two-way basketball player for the um, Brooklyn Nets. Oh. Two-way? Two-way. Is he a rookie this year? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, I don't think so. I think he's been around for a little bit. I have no idea. Uh-uh. He's from France. Uh, he was drafted in 2016 by the Philadelphia 76ers. What teams has he played for? Oh. He's played for the Hawks. He's with the Hawks now, actually. Okay. He was with the Nets last year. He's now just a full-time player for the Hawks. He played for the Nets, the Bulls, the Thunder, oh, the and, the, and the 76ers. Yes. The Nets, the Bulls, the Thunder? I'm mm. totally He's a shooting, a shooting guard, small forward. Drafted, when did he play for the Bulls? Um, 2019. He was a 24th. Oh, Timothy Luafu Carabao. Oh, Luafu yep. Carabao. Yeah. Okay. Right, I don't right, know right, how right, to right, pronounce right. it. Okay. But okay. So uh, his you last need to name? Spell it. I can't okay. Get it. Yeah, there's a special character in this, too. Yeah, Luafu Carabao. I think I can get Carabao. Luwaluwu. So L A no L U A Luwaluwu. L U A. I took French too. L U A. Not that I guess I I can I'm getting mixed up. Wait, I, I gotta type it as I go. L U L L U W F L U R O L U Come on, Nolton, don't mess up. L U Nolton is I'm a not cheating. Uh, Bucks uh hater, by the way. I <laughs> I don't remember how to do first the first part, but I think Cabro is just C A B R O U T. Yeah, that's I cannot get <laughs> it. I kept getting so I got like so mixed well, up. Well this was the L I saw <laughs> okay, on it's the dog. L U W A W U Lua Oh, I thought there was an F dash dash <laughs> or hyphen C A B A R R O T. Wow, I butchered Ugh, that. Sorry, nope, Peyton. Nah, Let us down there. Going. I think we need to do this by committee. It's yeah. going to just be the easiest way. All right, you're not going to know this one, uh, Jack. You're not going to know this athlete. This is a former right wing for the Dallas Stars, New Jersey Devils, and St. Louis Blues. Uh, he's okay. He played from 1995 to 2013. Okay. Uh, he um, is a silver medalist, and he's played for Team USA Hockey. Ooh. Um, who was he drafted by? The Dallas Stars. The Dallas Stars. Um, what was his first name? Jamie. Oh, it's Jamie Ben. No. There's a different Jamie. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is it? I don't know. Langen Brunner. Oh, jeez. Langen um, is his first name. No, I've his heard name this. Is Jamie, oh, his last name is Langen. Jamie, oh, Jamie Langen Brunner. I think I've seen Griffin tweet about him before. Okay. Um, that sounds Scandinavian. Langen Brunner. Where's he from? He's, he played for Team USA. He's oh. from Minnesota. Yeah. Um, so L A N Lang. Mm-hmm. L A N G. Langen. E N. Yep. B R. Brunner. B R U N E R. Brunner. Is there two N's? Langen Brunner. There's two N's. Two N's. Oh! Hey, that was good. That was yeah. good. 
So you, you, you got two. You got two practically all the way through. But yeah. that that was our first time doing the spelling bee. Wow, I'm terrible at that. I was terrible at the spelling bee and like uh, with actual words. I'm gonna so start. Peyton, you're gonna have to carry I'm this. I'm gonna start doing soccer players though. So we'll oh, do that. Lord. Okay. We'll do that one next week. But I'm just gonna do okay. one one athlete from major sports, past or present. Um, Sounds good. Our next quick hit is the best beat of the week. Um, Peyton and I discussed this before the show, but we're taking okay. Cincinnati plus three and a half. Lock I like it, it in, I folks. love it. I love I'm, it. I'm locking that. They're if my... they don't win, they aren't losing by more than a field goal. Yeah, facts. Ryan Tannehill is a fraud, okay? Derrick Henry's back? Who's that? Who cares? More importantly... It's Joe Burrow season. No, there is only one... I have circled one player that is losing this game for the Bengals if they lose this game, and he's named after a fruit, and I hope he doesn't. Wow, Jermaine Pratt. What? I don't know. Who are you talking about? Eli Apple. Oh, well, I mean, Eli Apple, the Bengals in general have done a good job with yeah, these reclamation but he, corners. I've watched him for too long Yeah, sell the I bag. Mean, Eli times. Apple has had a career year. Him, Fabi, uh, Fabian Moreau, Shidobe uh, Awujie, um, they've had great years. But, I mean, they are, at the end of the day, they've been released by organizations three times over we'll for see. a reason. We'll so. see. I liked it, though. Best beat of the week. Cincinnati plus three and a half. Lock it in, folks. And if you don't get it right, you can, I don't care, tweet it at us. Like, we're not going to do anything Oh, shoot. I it. sold for the best thing I learned, didn't I? I'll but, think of something. Okay. Of um, something. Can you turn on? I'm going to plug in something. I want you to play it. Okay. Go ahead. This is a really. Why is the link so small? Uh, I was trying to save space. Okay, here. Excited to be here. Uh, equally excited for you guys to truly take in how physically imposing I am. So, whenever you guys are ready to start, let's do it. Guys, again. What, what do we got? You guys got anything going on? Just hanging out in an auditorium. All right. That's Mike McDaniel. Uh, he is the offensive coordinator. For the 49ers, uh, the thing I learned this week that the offense that the 49ers have an offensive coordinator. Oh, I had no idea. Not only that, he is one of the smartest yeah. football minds. Wait, in why the did league, you? Why probably. would you, why would they not have? Except an Kyle offense? Shanahan, I didn't think they oh, needed an yeah. OC. Yeah. Um, the only team I've heard of that doesn't have an OC is the Missouri Tigers, <laughs> <laughs> because I know Drinkwitz like calls the plays and everything, yeah. and that's fine. But he's a good he's, offense. Yeah, he's a good. He's coach. a good offensive mind, but I mean, most teams still use an OC. What did you um, learn this week? Oh, I'm not done with my Oh, actually. sorry. He's got uh, more. Mike McDaniel is actually in the running for some head coaching positions. I think it's just the Dolphins. It's just the Dolphins? Yeah. Well, he said he would only go to a team that has legalized marijuana in their state. I don't <laughs> nice. know. No, it's, it's I actually priorities. I really priorities. don't think that's I, 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 true. It's true. It's Pri- true. Um, priorities. But, I mean, he's a... He's so smart. He's so uh, smart, but he's really odd. And he, he looks, the reason he's not getting head coaching interviews is because he looks this is and sounds like a nerd. He looks just like hot the hot rod kicker from uh Oh Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah, Rodrigo yeah. Blankenship. Who is this again? This is Mike, Mike McDaniel. McDaniel. Who did he, he is so smart? He's the OC for the 49ers. Got it. Right, the one you didn't know. And he's huh? he's you think he should be a head coach somewhere? He no, I don't I don't I think don't care. he should be. I'll does. I'll if he was the Bears coach, Justin Fields would be a lock to win Got MVP. Got it. Got it. All right, Peyton, what'd you learn this week? Uh, so um, yesterday, just bored doing some reading, you know, uh, as I do. I was going through uh, some Mizzou articles, because why not, on The Athletic. Yeah. Um, and Peter Baugh, who now writes for the 
Colorado Avalanche for the Athletic, but when we were here freshman year, he was writing about Mizzou. He had an article called The All-Almost Mizzou Team that had players from, like, just star players that almost committed to Mizzou. Like, they were in the final three, I believe, was the criteria. Mm -hmm. And John Elway, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, Mm -hmm. Hall of Famer, took an official visit to Mizzou and was almost a Mizzou Tiger. Wow. And instead we lost him to um, Stanford. It's uh, tough. The, the, ta- the three years he was in college, Mizzou had a better record than Stanford, but imagine how much better. I don't know who the Mizzou quarterback was at that time. Other greats on that list, by the way, included guys like uh, Ezekiel Elliott was on there because that was by far the biggest miss. Um Jermaine or Fetty was on there. There were a lot of notable just, names. Yeah, just uh, know that um, every time you watch Mizzou go six and six, uh, they had the potential to be something so much more. There you go. We picked the wrong college. <laughs> hey, we might not be in the air if we didn't go to this college. Think about uh, it like that. We wouldn't be on the air. Kenny and Peyton, I'm holding my hands up because I may have forgotten all our nude segments and didn't pick. Uh, Something I learned this week, but I'm dedicating my time to giving you your gift. Okay, you want to do it now? Yes. I I got a gift for Kenny. Now, Kenny's birthday is in August September. or September. Sorry, I don't know why I said August. I got that blanked. I know when your birthday is. I, I care your, about Your Kenny. dad knows I, I my promise. birthday, but you don't. Well. I promise. I do know your birthday. But the, the original gift was a pack of, it is Topps 1991 Major League Baseball cards. So we're going to have Kenny do a bit of a pack opening to see if he can pull something that's worth thousands of thousands of dollars. This has been sitting in my basement for years. Uh, the other thing I think you should do, Kenny, is there is also a pack or a stick. There is one stick oh, of bubble yeah. gum in I'm there. I'm chewing that. I think you should also have to chew, chew the bubble gum. I always chew it, And then before it, I give you that, I also went to a thrift store and found a Jeff Bagwell bobblehead. Of course, Astros that's awesome. Legends, Jeff Bagwell. That's I actually, I, ha- I do have a few of those. I have a A-Rod as a Ranger. Nice. And Randy Johnson as a Diamondback. All right. So, well, I, do, so I do a few of those. Consider this my apology gift for uh, <laughs> not learning anything. But here's the bobblehead. And then Thank you. here are the cards. And open, rem- open when ready. I remember you texting me like, oh, do you know who Jeff Bagwell is? Like, of course I know who Jeff Bagwell is. Yeah, I tried to pretend that I was doing like a trivia thing. So yeah. it was like a surprise. But... You know, I'm not good. I'm not good at keeping secrets. I have to. I, I spoil. Good it. at lying, though. <laughs> no, the right, I'm opening it. The past. No, we got to move on. We got a guest waiting. Oh, I'm kind of. While nervous. Kenny's opening the pack, our ratio of the week is John Boy. Peyton, tell us why. Uh, well, Nolton, uh, Mr. John Boy, uh, very controversial uh, figure, uh, but Astros fans love him. They do. Uh, Astros <laughs> love fans him dearly. Like they love him dearly. Um. He was commenting on the lockout this week for whatever reason. Right. And he tweeted, no, it's not. It's a group of like 10 guys representing the players. The actual players aren't in the negotiating room. Um, basically, he didn't understand unions and how they work uh, or any of the sort. And the ratio we got going on right now is... 150 replies, 430 quote tweets, and no retweets, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, dear. To 109 likes. The person before him got 676 likes. John Boy, congratulations. You 
are the ratio of the week. Congrats, John um, Boy. I'd like to point out what he said in the tweet, actually. He said, no, it's not. It's a group of, like, ten guys representing the players. The actual players aren't in the negotiating room. Question mark. I don't know why he did question <laughs> mark. This is ridiculous. Like, how does he not understand that? And then a guy named Mark Gooden of the Federalist in New York uh, actually asked him if he could use his um, tweet in his article to show how people don't understand what the lockout is. Oh. And he got a thousand wow. likes on it. So that's tough. All um, right, quickly read the cards because we gotta go to break. All right, there's a couple cards. There's, there's a lot in here. Oh, yeah, but just read the I'm gonna notable, read the, read the, read the ones, ones that I like. Uh, Randy Johnson, Mariners card. Ooh. Um, it was his fourth season. Wow, interesting. In 1991. That's cool. Uh, John McNamara. Uh, former oh, manager of the Indians yeah. at the time. Now they're the Guardians. The Guardians. Whoa. Guardians. Uh, Chili Davis, Angels card. Boo! Um, Boo! He became the hitting coach Boo! for the Cubs, right? Or was it Boo! the Mets? Yes, both. He was bad on both. Uh, and the last one I thought was really cool was a Bobby Bonilla. Ooh. Oh, Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, uh, Pirates Bobby Bonilla. So there before he was bad. Yeah. Well, there you go, Kenny. Happy uh, belated birthday. Slash, Thank you. Sorry, Estimated I forgot. Estimated total? To gonna, Five gonna, bucks. Before, <laughs> before we go to break, I'm going to chew yeah, on the, the gum. gum. Oh, it Oh, crunched. my God. It no, crunched. spit it out. Oh, it spit crunched. Spit it out. It spit crunched. It out. That was disgusting. <laughs> oh, that was disgusting. <laughs> oh, it's oh. not forming into anything. Oh. <laughs> it's just like candy. I don't know what I was expecting, I but I either. can't say I was, I was expecting that loud of that, a cr- The sound I heard in my headphones, the sound. Kenny, spit it out. It's not going to kill he me. He looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> How did it kill me? It's old and gum. It's old and gum. It's from the 90s, Peyton. Yeah. You said on the penalty oh box the other night, gosh. Kenny, that you missed the 90s. That's there you go. 30 years old. There you go. He just chewed 30-year-old gum. You and can't with that, tell me you just we're gonna swallowed go to a something break. 30 years old. We're, we're going to go to a break. It's, I mean, it's in the Pac-Man. It says 1991. We're going to go to a quick oh, break. When Lord. we come back, we will have a special guest joining us for some NFL football talk, and hopefully Kenny is not uh, we're gonna deceased from gum poisoning. We're going to be having him transported to the hospital yeah. All right, we'll be right back pumped. on the Unwritten Rule. It's currently 340. 42 Central Standard Time here in Columbia. We'll be right back. I want my teenage son to be thinking how to deal with life's stresses and natural changes. I want to know how to talk to him about things he'll experience as he builds relationships. I want him to know I'm there for him. I just don't know how. Here is a resource that can get you started. Connect With Me activity cards have been developed to help begin the discussions. Visit health.mo.gov connect to access these free cards and other resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. Superman, man, am I glad to see you. What are you doing on this deserted road? Some guys from school drove out here and we're going to start fooling around with drugs. When I told them all drugs do is mess up your head and get you in a lot of trouble, they kicked me out of the van and drove off. You're right not to get involved in the drug scene. Nobody with any sense wants any part of it. How do I get home? That's no problem at all. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. 
righty. Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule here on KCOU 88.1 FM. I can confirm Kenny Van Doren is still uh, up and walking after trying 30-year-old gum. Um, congrats to him. I wasn't even thought of yet when that was pr- produced. That's correct. Isn't that weird? That is weird. God, and I now you the 90s. You've been, yeah. um, you weren't there. And with that, um, probably the biggest uh, events going on right now in the wide world of sports, um, apart from the Olympics, which is starting pretty soon, um, is, of course, the NFL playoffs. Um, we had wild card, super wild card weekend last weekend, including, of course, another Nickelodeon game. And here to join us to talk all about it um, is a host of his own show here on KCOU. It is called Cup of Bro. Um, they do coffee reviews. They talk, you know, some of the some of the more deep cut stories of sports. He can probably tell you a little bit more about it. But it is our good friend and fellow KCOUer, Chase Madison. What's up, Chase? Hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. Glad we could get you on finally. Yeah. There's a, there was a scheduling conflict. Mr. Uh, Great Scheduler, Jack Last Bolton. Last season. Yeah, I've been called out for this for, for months. Yeah. Um, but, Chase, um, I guess we'll, we'll, just, we'll just dive right in, go right to you first. What were your thoughts on uh, the Wild Card Weekend in general? Maybe your favorite game, favorite moments? I only remember games from Sunday. Saturday was kind of a blur. Uh, Fair. No, I'm kidding. Saturday was poor performance from the Patriots, but... Um, reload, reset, reload. Refocus. Chase is, of course, a Patriots fan. Yeah, that Bills, um, that Bills loss was a tough one. To be honest, like Week 18 was great football, and the NFL did a good job with it, but it made for Super Bowl Wild Card Weekend not the best football, in my opinion. I think a lot of the games were one-sided. Um, but you know, yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of games went the way that we kind of thought they would go. So, yeah. fair enough. Um, did you? I the other question I have to ask for all of you too is. Did you guys watch the Nickelodeon telecast of the Cowboys no. 49ers game? I will never watch a That's Nick the only cast. game we got. It's the, yes, never, I, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, so Chase and I uh, lived together, and we were forced to watch the Nickelodeon broadcast because our CBS wasn't working. You but you know what? You search for that. Other than what? You didn't try and channel search to get rid of that? What do you mean? Like, get CBS back and get Nickelodeon off your TV. No, because... We kind of enjoyed it. Well, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Apart from young Sheldon explaining the rules, which was kind of annoying, I thought it was great. Nate Burleson, thoroughly entertaining. There was a big Nate preview at halftime. You know what? That was awesome. That's great. Everyone involved with that should be ashamed of themselves. The thing I is, you're Peyton, a hater. Peyton would like this if Mitch Trubisky didn't win the MVP yeah, last that's year. Facts. Like, this is awesome. It's not. Like, it's I bad. feel like there's more people our age or older watching it on the Nick cast <laughs> than actual kids. I feel like the kids who just watch Nickelodeon all day just turn the TV off or they just switch do. to Disney Channel or Cartoon Network, you know? But I think it's awesome. It, I uh, love it. What is so awesome the views, about uh, it? The views, though, for having it on Nickelodeon and CBS was the most viewed game. For CBS in the last seven years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for them. They've also had a Super Bowl. Right. Jeez. Well, to be fair, it wasn't the Super Bowl that, like, blacked out that had the I power so. go off. Uh, but, in, but in this case, if we're going to make a Nickelodeon joke, uh, cheese instead of cheese because it's a kid thing. Right, right. Um, I'm going to give you my uh, Dirty Bird of the Week and the Fraud of the Week for the playoffs, the wild card round. Uh, dirty Bird of the Week, easily the Eagles. They shouldn't have been there. There was no reason. Correct. Uh, their coach is funny. I know he says some weird stuff. <laughs> Nick Sirianni is They a, didn't have any big wins. He's weird. He's yeah, he's just a weirdo. Um, but the Cowboys are the frauds of the week. I think it's easy as that. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, I, I would go the Cowboys. I also think the... I would have given it to the Cardinals, but the Cardinals, honestly, losing was just... 
what we expected at this point. Kyler, it, when do we get to have a conversation that Kyler is not that good? Because when is he gonna go back to baseball? <laughs> a team really should have taken him in the Rule Five draft. Kyler needs. I don't to... think he's eligible. Yeah, he was. <laughs> was he really? This year is his first year of eligibility, so a major league team could have just taken him for free or well, fifty thousand dollars. I don't get how that would work. He's never played in the minors. I thought that you doesn't had to mean have some no. You don't have to have service time. It's just years. So Russell Wilson has been eligible for. Oh, he's been taken time. before. Kenny, my dad said. No. Uh, yeah, my dad said the the gum is fine. You'll be fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Does he just want to avoid that potential lawsuit? <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't turn into gum. That's, that's the that weird was, part. That was strange. Um, well, no, it's thirty years old. Well, Chase, you it's and I watched. Working, you probably. and I watched this Cowboys 49ers game. Are you still on more of the? It was the refs that lost uh, Dak and the Cowboys this game at the end. It wasn't a good play call, but it was a very bad play. But call. it was a good play call. Bad if execution. you if you watched the all twenty two, that ref was from was running from about twenty yards back, and then also there was a scuffle I saw on Twitter from earlier in the game of the ref trying to like sun Dak. So I definitely think that played a factor into it, but. You know, it's not a good play call, but in the end, it's Mike McCarthy's brain working. And at the same time, himself. it's a lot of what ifs because they had a, full, they had a like a shot to the end zone from the twenty. So and then they would have had to play overtime. So it's like it was a bunch of what ifs for the Cowboys. Or no, they they were only down six. So, but still a lot of what ifs. It's also the fourteen penalties in that game is not yeah, great either. Yeah, I, I I think it's still not a good clean game from the Cowboys, but yeah. Um, I was listening to all the games on the radio because I was driving back right. to school. Um, but season on the line, I think the best play to go is just run your quarterback straight up the middle. Yeah. Isn't that what they did? Mm-hmm. I couldn't really tell. If it wasn't... he had slid about five yards earlier, that play call works. Yeah, but uh, I, I would like to point out, though, since I was listening to it on the radio, you could have told me this game was at Levi Stadium. It sounded like there was like there as many like car- of, or as uh, many 49ers, 49ers fans, fans as Cowboys which is weird because Cowboys are like the biggest fan right. base. It's in America's team. <laughs> we have an America's team fan right here, actually. Chase Madison, welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. I actually think Nickelodeon was pumping in like child uh, crowd noise. <laughs> that's what made like it seem kids, louder. Kids going, well, and that's what the 49ers fans probably sound like, anyways. Oh, is someone still a little bitter? No, I'm just no, kidding. I'm kidding. I, to be honest, the Cowboys like would be you know the one B for my teams, but right. I also think you know that they're out of it. It was a disappointing season for them, anyways, and I still like the 49ers. So them it's and, like them and the Patriots being out of it, Chase. Now you can relax. You can just enjoy the football. You don't Tom have to be Brady stressed versus about Jimmy G I, NFC I, title game. Anyone? I'm no. rooting for anybody but the Packers and the NFC. I like the other three real. teams. That's yeah. Chase Peyton, knows ball. Peyton, Peyton is going to agree. You know, with like, sure. if the Rams make it, great for them. Grid for the Niners, and then if Tom goes back, I'm not complaining. So, I gotcha. Fair you need enough. To make well, it seven, Tom. I think we eight? should dive into. I don't into... even know. I'm losing count. It's eight. It would be eight. <laughs> Good lord. Um, I think we should dive into some of those divisional games and, and get you know some quick predictions from everybody because it is there are some really good games um, coming up this weekend. First one we already talked a little bit of it. It was our it was our best beat of the week. The Bengals and the Titans, three thirty CBS. It's on Saturday. Um, oh, they keep putting sports. the Bengals on Saturday. Bengals going to Nashville. Does Joey Buckets and crew have what it takes to beat the number one seed in the AFC? Chase, you're up first. Yeah, I think this is a good game for the Bengals. And even if Derrick Henry plays, I still think the Bengals' offense has been really um, firing all cylinders. I think it would help if if Henry comes back and the and the Titans can say that. Like, 
Like, if they say he's going to be ready to go and playing, then that's great. But I think you use him in a sparingly role. I don't think you uh, you run him 30 times. I don't think that'll work. Um, but, you know, I think if the Bengals can get rolling in the offense, then I, I think they can win. All right. Chase going to Bengals. Kenny? Uh, I know we this was our beat of the week. We did right. take Bengals three he and a half. That. Yeah, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm explaining why. Um, I feel like um, Fat Randy is going to get a chance to hit a game-winning field goal and just <laughs> shank against it. Against his former team. <laughs> yeah, one, a team that he's missed a game-winning field goal for against the Texans, who was also his former team. I really hope that happens. I hope he gets that up there. That would be some sweet just revenge. Doesn't even, it. doesn't even touch the goalpost. Like he does he just, the Charlie Brown yeah. thing where he just flips over. All right, Kenny's go Bengals. Peyton? I'm going with the Bengals as well. I think the Bengals will sell out to stop Henry. They're going to try and make Ryan Tannehill getting a shootout against Joe Burrow. I don't think Ryan Tannehill wins that matchup. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think this is uh, this is a nice Cinderella run one spicing up game. here for the Bengals. I think, yeah, I think they've got one more game left in them after this one. So we're all going um, for <laughs> the Bengals um, <laughs> in the first divisional game. The second game, um, Chase mentioned him as, as, as his team he is not cheering for in the NFC, the Green Bay Packers hosting uh, – the San Francisco 49ers, who defeated the Cowboys in the wild card round. 7-15 in Lambeau. Forecast predicted to be 12 degrees there. Chase, you're going with the Niners? Keep no, it going? No, my pick's the Packers. <laughs> All right. I'm rooting for the Niners, but I think I think Green Bay is going to win. I think when it comes down to it, the Niners don't can't play well in the fourth quarter. And... It, as my co-host Luke McNanty said this morning, it kind of all rests on the shoulders of uh, Jimmy G. Now, uh, I know he's favoritism towards him, but yeah, he made a terrible th- interception in the fourth quarter against the Cowboys, and you saw what happened there. They almost they almost lost the game. So, I think it, a team like the Packers that's more polished. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm rooting for the Niners still. All right, y'all gotta go fast. Yeah, I'll be rooting for the Niners, too. I'm going to go first. Sorry, Kenny. Um, uh, the Packers' defense is bottom five against run, uh, the run game, and they're bottom five when it comes to covering tight ends. Good thing the 49ers don't have a good run game or an elite tight end or anything like that. Ooh. That being said, I still think the Packers win. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is a great guy. I think what he does Loser. for the game is great. Uh, he owns the Bears, actually purchased them. I, still I think Packers' you. five and a half is a good line because I think they're going to smash it. Yeah. Um, this is also Jimmy G's final game Packers, with the 49ers. You're correct. And the Packers don't lose in the divisional. They lose in the NFC. He's got a year left game. in his contract. Yeah, Future that, Washington that, football yeah, I was say. quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, we got to go real fast for these last two. But Sunday games, Rams, Buccaneers, Chase, and Kenny. I know you guys are both big Tampa Tom fans and, of course, New England Tom fans. Are you taking him to defeat the Rams at home? Yeah, Tom pushing P. <laughs> All right. Tampa for Chase. Kenny? I'm taking Tampa as well. Tampa for Kenny. Peyton? All-time goat versus all-time choker. Yeah, Tom Brady. All right, well, I'm being different. I'm taking – I got to stick with my Super Bowl prediction. Go Rams. It'll be a tough one, though. And last but not least, I think this is going to be the best playoff game. Bills-Chiefs in KC, rematch of the AFC Championship last year. Chase, you going to the the almost interception machine, Patrick Mahomes? No, I'm going to take the Bills just because of their performance last weekend. And if the Bills go all the way, then the Patriots got second. Um, but, you know, I think this is definitely a great game. And I think if it's the if it's the, the Chiefs that played earlier in the season when the Bills beat them, then then you got question marks. But the, the Chiefs, you know, they looked good last week. And 
you know, obviously it was against the Steelers, but I think the Bills are a different beast. Yeah, I'm taking the I'm taking the Chiefs here, um, but I, I I would like to point out that the uh, over under is 54. Sheesh. I'm smashing that yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could bring myself to pick Buffalo, but I gotta go with the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I think the Byron Pringle playoff touchdown streak continues. Chiefs win um, in a thriller, like Kenny said. That's just gonna be a high scoring, crazy, crazy game. Um, yeah. Okay. So everyone's divisional picks are locked in. Um, Chase. Plug your show real quick before we end things off. I host Cup of Bro with Luke Magnanti. Uh, Friday mornings at 11 a.m. Yeah, if you're up at that time, you should be up. But <laughs> Should be uh, up, probably. We'll be up, and we'll be having the show. It's right after Breakfast of Champions here on KCOU. Yeah, you're going to get your fill of KCO, good KCOU content on Fridays. Especially the breakfast. Wash down your breakfast of champions with a cup of bro. Oh, that's yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Peyton's just giving you gold there, Chase. Thank um, you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, I well, Chase, thank you for joining us. Sure. I'm sure we'll have you on. You know, assuming I don't schedule things anymore. Um, yep. <laughs> and yeah, Peyton, Kenny. Uh, hope that gum digests okay. And I think it was a good, solid first episode of so season many four. Talk about left and right wing, but birds okay. And we're gonna to we're gonna call it there. We will see everybody Long next week. Same live. time. Same place. Peace. Peace.